Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yankees, Giants, Rangers, and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. And I'm your host, Don. Thanks for tuning in. Now, today I'll be talking about the Rangers crushing the Penguins 5-1 Friday night at Madison Square Garden. So let's go ahead and get started. The Rangers dominated the Pittsburgh Penguins Friday night at MSG, winning 5-1. It was an outstanding all-around game for the Rangers, and thinking about it now, maybe the best game the Rangers have played start to finish all year. They were outstanding defensively, they started strong, they finished strong, and they dominated Pittsburgh all over the ice. This was a much-needed bounce-back game after that friggin' disaster against the Devils Tuesday night. Uh, Igor in this one didn't have to work very hard at all in goal on Friday as the Rangers clamped down defensively on the Penguins all over the ice. There were some changes in the lineup. Vitrano was moved up to the top line with Mika and Kreider. Lafreniere, instead of playing on the top line where he has for the last 20 games, uh, Lafie was moved down to the third line and played left wing, which is Lafreniere's natural spot. He was paired with uh, Heedle at center and Goodrow at right wing, and honestly, Lafie played very well. Um, that is a pretty strong line, if you think about it. Lafreniere, Heedle, and Goodrow. These new additions have made the Rangers very deep at forward, and thinking about a third line of Heedle, Goodrow, and Lafreniere is a good thing for the Rangers. Um, Lafreniere actually scored two minutes into the game, so that bodes pretty well for him. So hopefully that'll work out well, and the Rangers will have some continued depth um, and be able to roll four four lines much more confidently as these games go on and as the playoffs arrive. Uh, The Rangers also wised up on defense and put Schneider back in the lineup. Remember, he was taken out because they put their new uh, free agent or trade bait, I don't know, Braun, uh, who is a rental that they got from Philadelphia. They put him in and paired him with Nemeth in the last game. Uh, I am not a fan of Nemeth. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know I can't stand him. Um, this game, again, they left Nemeth in uh, and they sat Braun. Schneider got back in the lineup and paired with Nemeth. Um, I don't know what Nemeth does night to night to warrant being in this lineup. Night after night after night, I don't understand. He continues to be in the lineup. Uh, He continues to look poor defensively, and he's slow, and he's old, and I don't understand. He was a minus four with Braun the other night against the Devils, so I I don't understand. But in any case, at least Schneider was back in, at least temporarily. We'll see how Galan ends up playing uh, this seven defense, you know, uh, conundrum and what he's going to do between Schneider and Braun as we go forward. Um, Anyway, on to the game itself. The Rangers came out really, really strong in this game, and they blitzed the Penguins early. The Rangers took a 3-0 lead right out of the gate in the first four minutes of the game. Lafreniere, Kreider, and Vetrano, they all scored on nice early goals. Each one was kind of a thing of beauty, honestly. Two of them were on great passes by Mika Zibanejad, who is just playing off the charts in March, you know, <laughs> Mika March, as people call him, and he's just been spectacular, you know, uh, Mr. October of of the uh, of the Rangers, Mika March. Anyway, um, he's been playing spectacular. Mika's just uh, turned his game up to another level and is really turning into, if not already, one of the absolute top centers in the NHL. Uh, the Rangers did take some early penalties, including a four-minute double minor at the end of the first period by Hunt. Uh, but the Rangers did up, end up killing off both ends of that double minor. And they went into the first uh, period intermission up 3 nothing. 
then right after that, as the second period starts, Shesterkin shot a puck up into the crowd and took a delay game penalty. But on that uh, shorthanded chance, the Rangers struck while shorthanded on another spectacular pass by Mika and Kreider netted his second goal of the game and his 44th of the season. Are you kidding me with Kreider to put the Rangers up 4 nothing midway through the second period? Kreider with 44 goals. It just, it sounds insane to say that because um, I've had my problems with Kreider over his career. Every single year, he's had these streaks of really looking like he's a great forward and other long streaks of wondering what the hell is going on with him. So for him to have a year where he has 44 goals um, and is dominant on the power play is just amazing to see, and it's great. The Rangers, honestly, um, throughout this game, look like a different team compared to that previous utter debacle of a Devils game. I mean, that that Devils game was a burn-the-tape, up-and-down disaster of a game, which happened to be the first game with all the new free agents on it. So, again, the, those folks are probably saying, what the hell did we get into here? But, you know, sure enough, the next game back, um, the Rangers were much, much, much more responsible defensively up and down the ice against a very, very good and superior, really, Pittsburgh Penguins team compared to the Devils. Um, with four minutes left in the second period, the Rangers, for example, had only given up 10 shots on goal. Right. So that's spectacular and such a difference compared to how they played against the Devils. Truba, I want to talk about, had another active, hard nosed game for the Rangers. He has been stout on defense all year. And uh, yeah, I want to continue to sing his praises because he is another one where last couple of years I thought the Rangers overpaid for him. I was wondering what all the hoo ha was about Jacob Truba because he honestly. Did not look good anywhere in this. He didn't seem like he had anything offensively. He was not this great defensive player that, you know, he was touted as being. But this year, boy, is he a spectacular defensive player. He is, if I had to pick a defensive defenseman, he is one of the top ones in the league. I mean, as far as hard hitting, you know, intimidating, um, makes the right play on defense. He's in good position. He's good on the power play. He makes good passes. He's hard nosed. He clears out people in the crease. Jacob Truba has done it all defensively this year, and there is not a single thing I can say bad about him. He has been spectacular this year and just head and shoulders above what he has been in previous years for the Rangers. And he is a big part of uh, the Rangers resurgence this year, and and he needs to continue to be acknowledged as as just a big part of this Rangers team. Um, Pittsburgh did get on the board you know, about six minutes in the third period and scored a power play goal to make it 5-1. Uh, sorry, to make it 4-1, but it really was not uh, a close game at that point. Uh, Andrew Kopp, <laughs> one of the new additions to the Rangers and one who seems really good, uh, he added a late goal to continue his good play uh, with the Rangers, and he made it 5-1 with two minutes left in the game, and that's how the game ended. Uh, Andrew Kopp seems to be um, a really good addition to this team, and it's going to be great. He's playing on the second line with um, Strom and Panarin, so at this point on uh, on the forwards, we have a really deep team with other people still out. We still don't have Kako, you know, uh, on the team, you know, or Rooney. And, you know, we didn't even dress Ryan Rees, for example. And we still had excellent, excellent deep lines. So one of our new additions, Mott, was playing on the fourth line. 
you know, you got a great top line with Mika and Kreider and now Vitrano, and you got a second line with Strom centering for Panarin, you know, and Cop, and you got a third line with with Heedle and Lafreniere and Goodrow, you know, and, and plenty of good fourth line players as well. So this is now suddenly a very deep forward team. It's the opposite of how it was a week ago. So um I, I think we have some options on offense. I, I think if we can continue to grind and make the easy play, I think we can actually go pretty far. Uh, but it's really a matter of doing just that, making the easy play. It seems in these games when we try to get ahead of ourselves and always try to, you know, deke out a defenseman or turn and make a spin pass instead of just a little, you know, hey, we just bank it off the boards and clear the puck or something or making a simple five-foot pass. Um, sometimes trying to, you know, make the perfect play is the enemy of trying to make a decent play. So Rangers were the quintessential make a decent play last night against Pittsburgh. They did everything right. They played super responsibly defensively and just top to bottom played a great game. This was exactly, and I mean exactly, the kind of game the Rangers needed. It was a game where they did not need the goalie to save them. It was a game where they thoroughly, thoroughly outplayed a very good opponent in Pittsburgh and a game that the Rangers deserved to win. They outscored the Penguins. They outchanced the Penguins. They outhustled the Penguins. And we need more of these games for the Rangers. Every now and then, our goalies need a friggin' breather. And when I say our goalies, it's mostly Shesterkin, right? Just about every other game we won this year, you say Shesterkin was sort of a 50 to 100% reason why we won those games. Because if you didn't have him, we wouldn't have. This was a game where he was not really a factor in why we won the game. And there have been very, very few games this year where that was the case. Um, he had an easy night. And every now and then we deserve a game like this. And the fact that it was against a very good team in Pittsburgh bodes well for the future Rangers chances. Um, and I'll close on this. The Rangers have showed once again that it's something we've seen a lot this season that we have not seen in past Rangers teams. And I mentioned it before. The Rangers continue to be a resilient team above all else. And that's important. You know, time and again this year, after games where we did not play well, they've come back out with a bounce back performance. And this might be the quintessential example of that so far this year, right? Where they had what may very well be their worst friggin' performance of the year against the Devils. And they came out on Friday night against Pittsburgh and played what very well might be their best performance of the year. So, and it's happened a lot of times before. We, you know, every team every now and then comes out and lays an egg. And, you know, in the past couple of years, you know, the Rangers would follow it up with an average game, another bad game. This year, when the Rangers play poorly, they almost always come out and play well the next night. So there's very, very, very rarely any kind of losing streaks or continued bad play from the Rangers this year. And that is an outstanding trait to have in a hockey team. Um, you know, what are you going to say? This this was a great win. Uh, it seems to be a trait that was installed by Gallant and it continues to permeate throughout the team and throughout the season. And that's really all I have for today. So I want to thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. Please subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends about it. And I will be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks and have a good day.